Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argument, Banter Hendrix. Salutations, good people. All right, and I am KC in the place to be, and that place is the Two AM podcast each and every week, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What it do? How's everybody doing? Hope you guys are all doing well, living your very best lives, trapping out the fucking bando. Boom, whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's cold. Get you a boot and get warm. You know what I'm saying? It's big Don't girl get season. Be warm. It's big bitch season. And we acting up. When is it not? Though? Period. Okay, well, we know you got a fetish. But it's not a fetish. It's just it's a, a fetish. Like my women a little bit thicker, that's all. All right, shout out to all the hoes breaking Hendrix down, literally, and uh, figuratively. Stronger than the average skinny nigga. <clears throat> anyways. Anyways, moving right along. Oh, actually, I have an announcement. Hey, anon- uh, attention. Hey, hey, hoes, listen up. Hendrix is single, very much so. So feel free to shoot all shots in his direction. Don't KC let Casey get your feelings hurt. is a non-motherfucking factor. I am not here. I am just, you know what I'm saying? It's my co-host, a dear friend and colleague. So, hoes, come get chose by Hendrix. Ain't that right? Don't let Casey get your feelings hurt. What you mean? Mind your business. What you mean? Don't be. I mean, the, uh, the other day, Hendrix sent me a nice little uh, an exchange with him, between him and some woman that accused him of still being with me and was like, only if I was out the way, sis. The path is clear. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about me at all. Going right on head. It's just funny. Every time that comes up, it's like, yeah, we're clearly not even remotely in that space anymore. So I don't know why it keeps coming up. We're not together. We're not getting back together. Like it, it, It's a, a non-issue. Attention hoes. I mean, women. And we're hoes, whatever. He's not picky. I am. Let yeah. um <laughs> shoot all them shots. You know what I'm saying? Layups, dunks, free throws, free throws, all of them. Shoot them. Okay, from behind yeah. the line. All right. Half court. I'm Mark Eaton out here, man. Shoot them. Shoot them. All shots. All shots. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I am no longer in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Just all right. Disclaimer aside, what's been going on? I was just trying to help you. You know, I don't need no help. I'm fine. Don't be crying to me about your hoes thinking we still Who's together. Who's crying? Anyways, all right. Hi, y'all. I'm good. I'm trapping. You know what I'm saying? Living my best life. Doing what I do. Actually, I don't be doing shit. Mostly just sleeping and like, I need to get my fast back in the gym. It's hibernation season, man. Ain't nobody going outside no more. And for y'all to keep going out every fucking week, stop. What's wrong with that? Because honestly, I haven't been out in a really long time and I'm missing going out. I don't have nobody to go out with. My best friend Nicole told me moving back down here, and I cannot wait till that bitch come here because right. The bitch is but bored. you would never like a four day a week type of chick. Like you got to hit the Tuesdays, you got to hit Thursday, no, Friday, I, I just Saturday. Need to go to, I need to go out like once, maybe twice a month. Right, I'm but talking I ain't about been people out go since out, like, twice a twice a week. I ain't been out since August, and every week I get the little, I see a little flyer. I'm like, I just want to go shake my ass. 
for a nigga that's most likely poor, but I don't have nobody to go with. So. Here she go. <laughs> and I'm going to address that later. Matter of fact, it's time to address it now. So I don't understand. Like, we did a guest spot today. Yes, we uh, were guest hosts on the Connected Experience podcast. You will see that episode later on this week. We will be sure to promo it. Salute to AJ and SJ for yeah. having us. Yes, thank you for having us. But fuck this <laughs> shit. Listen here. <laughs> it's this wild, crazy misconception that I man bash. Anybody feel like that? Of course yes. not. Of course you don't fucking feel like that. Because I don't understand how facts is bashing. I never say anything that has never happened or doesn't happen on a very regular basis. You niggas is out here on some savage shit. I will give y'all a great example. Today, I watched How to Be a Player for the first time. Really? All the way through. I never watched the whole movie. And uh, I watched it for the first time because it's on Netflix. And like I said, it's chill, it's chill season. And um, I was just disgusted. Like... This is what you got people niggas don't realize. This is how you niggas act. Like, do y'all realize the premise of this nigga riding around in the car with his boys all day and stopping the random hoes and fucking them all in the same day? This is how you niggas act. Period. And I'm like, the only difference between that movie that came out in 97, I believe, and now is that the women have evolved. We just don't deal and tolerate with that shit no more. Well, some probably do. Hi, dumb hoes. But... The average woman no longer d- needs to deal with that shit. Like, I'll be cool by myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I'd rather be out here single and fucking niggas or doing what the fuck I want to do than being stupid. You know what I'm talking about? So, I think that's the reality. So, watching that movie today was just like, wow, women were so fucking dumb. Like, what? And I and I don't know what the fuck it is about. I don't know if it's me. Maybe I have been having toys and vibrated for too long. But I ain't never, ever, ever came across no dick that good that made me that stupid. Like, man, maybe I've been playing with toys too long. I've been told that from guys a lot. <laughs> That's normally the the case when you can't finish a job. You say, oh well, you know, maybe like, you know just you ain't gonna never write like you. I mean, you used to. You used to all vibrate your toys. They like just go and go. Like, you ain't used to being able to get it done with a real nigga. I mean, I, I guess not, nigga. <laughs> so, like I said, I ain't never came across dick that good made me that stupid. It experience, and I more or less likely think that sex is more of an experience. So, you niggas that think you slaying a good dick, if you're not making it a whole experience, like foreplay, you know, kissing, touching, other things besides trying to shove your penis in somebody's vagina without even as much of a hello... Maybe the experience would be better, but uh. Yeah, I don't. Uh, and also, since we're on the subject, I don't trust them always wet bitches. Like, did the summer? Like, yeah, just, I don't either. You just ready to go all and day? I know, and I'm day? assuming them bitches are the reason why niggas think that they can say hello and stuff they penis in you. Because <laughs> like, it's just like, bro, I'm not ready. So it's like, it. First of all, it, or if you think about this, listen here. Small tutorial for you niggas. Listen up. Take notes. Listen. You might be already ready, right? You have a hard-on or whatever the case, whatever you want to call it, okay? You're ready to go. You're you're good and together. I'm not there. So it already takes us longer to come anyway. So we starting, I'm starting from less than zero. <laughs> and you are already halfway there. We ain't going to never be in the same place because I wasn't even really wet when we started. Because you just was like, all right, <laughs> time to put it in. No, nigga, you better eat some puss or something. Like, use your hands. Like, 
your hands, your mouth. This is an all-in kind of activity. Dedicate yourself to it. Women need foreplay, okay? A lot of it, preferably. You know, our our listening audience really loves when we talk about sex for whatever reason. Cool. I guess because we, we like, strayed away from that so long that people just, like, really enjoy I'll take 45 minutes of foreplay and 10 minutes of sex any day. That's just me. And most of you niggas can't last longer than 10 minutes anyway. So, Mm. call it a gift Mm. that I'm giving y'all. All right, maybe 15. Y'all not lasting more than 15. Mm. I don't got enough time for you to last Mm. more than 15. I got shit to do. Yeah, it's a gift and a curse. It's a burden. At the end of the day, foreplay, niggas. And I don't want to have to tell y'all again. Go to the sex store. Get some. Get some pills. Niggas is not going to. They want. They are focused on nut busting as quickly as possible. Niggas is not out here. Trying you be, to You niggas out. don't deserve pussy. This is exactly why I don't be fucking because you niggas don't even deserve pussy. Y'all don't know what to do with it. Y'all inadequate. Bitches not coming. Bitches not nowhere near coming. Bitches they they just fake moaning. It's really like stress. Women, you know what I'm saying? It's not even like, uh, uh, it's like, uh, get off me, bitch. Women, I'll say this again. Stop faking, please. Cause they might not even be faking. I'm just like, uh. Or some shit, like, I realize this. Like, shit be hurting, and y'all think it's pleasure. Like, ow, nigga. We'll say ow. Don't say mm. It's like, mm, nah, nigga, I'm wincing. The fuck? Get off me. Yeah, say, uh. Ow. Yeah, say ow. Don't say mm, ah, uh, mm, ah. Uh. Say ow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like that little boy. Like, yeah, I heard y'all in the bedroom. Like, was, yeah, I was wild. And that little boy is hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's not what the topic of our show is. Today. No, that's not so. the topic of shit. I really was just talking about how to be a player in there. Niggas being adequate and niggas and him like, oh yeah, that's how I got on that. Cause no dick is that good to be that stupid lady stick about it. I've never been digmatized in my life. I don't know what that means. I'm sure I've snatched a soul or two in my day. But I'm the only one snatching motherfucking souls out here. Okay? I'm saying it's in me. Me and whoever I'm interacting with. My soul is still intact. Is the point I was making. No comment. So, you motherfuckers gotta get it together. You niggas are literally just out here bad at sex. And I don't think it's okay. Period. What do you think, Hendrix? You think it's okay? I don't know. I'm not bad at sex. So. All right. Well, he with all of my bad qualities, that's probably one of the the highest on the list of good qualities that I have. Unfortunately, I don't uh, know. All I'm saying is that at the end of the day, you motherfuckers got to get it together, okay? Cause y'all niggas is trash. All right. So, what are you watching? What are you listening I to? I watch How to Be a Player, and you <laughs> niggas is trash. That's what I was trying to get y'all to hear me. Like shit. Um, I did start watching. Um. <laughs> 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 you know what? <laughs> Two in a day with you is you know no is, because I really feel I be irritated when motherfuckers try to create this narrative that I man bash. Nothing that I say is untrue. That's cool if it don't if it's something that you may not have done, and that is ultimately almost always going to be the difference between men and women is that y'all are not able to admit that y'all trash. Like I don't understand that. I mean, but I think everything in life, and speci- more specifically in this situation everything is subjective so you have your own opinion which was based about your experiences and what you observed but it's not just my experience like it'll be different if it was just my experience this is the experience of the masses all women all fucking shit people i know people i don't know friends family my siblings like 
this is uh, the stuff that I don't just pull shit out my ass. Like I'm a more rational and logical person. Than anything I come with facts. So you're not about to sit here and tell me that that's not the reality of the situation. Like niggas is out here on some bullshit. Nigga, the whole nigga and, be, and how to be a player was literally like after cheating on his girl and trying to hit on every bitch that walked by him was still calling his girl and leaving voicemails on her phone trying to get her back while still hoeing the whole time. I mean, that was kind of like his his job, really, if you think about it. He was a gigolo. So. Not the main character, his friend. The light-skinned one. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's a different. <laughs> that's different. And he was he worked for Def Jam. His job was not to be a gigolo. And he had a girlfriend talking about some maybe I'll settle down one day. Cause I don't even think the movie ended like how I wanted it to. <laughs> like, even though the even though his girlfriend did catch him, like, no, I wanted all them hoes to end up in the same place, like, and then like beat his ass or something and kill him. Okay. And, you know, some some justification, some reward. So yeah. So what have you listened to? And did you listen to the How to Be a Player soundtrack? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been. I've just really been listening to uh, Summer a lot, getting more into her album because her concert is be here in a couple weeks. Okay. Um, I stand for her, and I know she's been getting shaded a lot this week, and I still personally don't give a fuck. Look, I've said I've seen this. I've been. You know, I'm not really trying to be argumentative with people because whatever your mindset is, that's your mindset. That ain't got shit to do with me. I'm just telling you how I feel. In industries like that, you're an artist. You give people your art. You don't have to be likable. You don't have to be social. You don't have to be any of that shit. As a musician, as a podcaster, whatever the fuck you do, you do that. So I'm giving you this art. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, I'm giving you like this podcast. Leave me the fuck alone. I will say it depends on your industry. Because technically, she does not have to associate with her fans. But she has to be somewhat sociable with the people she works with. Like, if you work in customer service, I will give you a great example. I have, I have this girl that used to do my... Um, well, I guess she, I don't even want to say used to. It was the last time I had my hair straight and she did it. But this girl that does my hair when it's straight does an amazing fucking job. Is increasingly talented and like... You know what I'm saying? A great stylist, but she has a trash ass personality. Horrible person. Most good people do. That's what I'm saying. Most good when you're good at what you do, you don't need No, because you work in customer service. Because that's the thing. I'll never go back to her. Like it depends on the person. Like, I don't want to sit there and deal with somebody if you a shitty ass person. That's gonna de- de- definitely change your experience, especially in a hair salon. You don't want to be uncomfortable. Like it's not like the barbershop. Women are women, so it's a hot ass mess. So no, I definitely love multiple barbers for their unprofessionalist. Um, and so she's just I'm, very. I remember like trying to ask her a question. Like she had hair products. I was like, oh, you know, what do you think? Like you see her looking at my hair. What do you think I should be doing differently? It's on. It's on Instagram. Um. Oh, okay. Which page? All of them. All right, bitch. Cool. <laughs> You want gotta worry about me again, cause I like I care about character, like especially after directly interact with you, musicians. No, I don't even fuck about that. Except for that long time ago when I wasn't dealing with Alicia Keys ass. But besides that, you know what I'm saying. I really don't care about you. Well, they don't really care about her music either. But, no. All right, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what? What? Nigga? I didn't say anything. <laughs> 
But yeah, so people should know Summer, but I feel like she has social anxiety. Uh, I relate to that. Like I watched her um, tiny desk and she was saying it like, bitch, I'm sorry. I have social anxiety and I don't like to talk. I'm awkward in these social situations. I'm socially awkward, so I can relate. I'm like me as fuck. She is I and I am her. Yeah, I mean, in that situation, you should be asking, you know what I'm saying, or pushing for that person to get some kind of counseling or do some type of therapy. Is, not she, just very, is she very well? Maybe. But it's just like you can't make people, you can't ask people to be like who you want them to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're like, oh, I would do this differently, I would handle this differently. That's cool, but you are not me. And like, I'm cool with people having their own things. Like, um, maybe you can't, like, I know people who can't drive on the freeway. That's cool. I don't want to go nowhere with you. <laughs> I'm not about to take the streets everywhere. Yeah. I'm- but I'm not attacking your issue. I'm just saying I can choose if I want to deal with it or not. Right. This is the kind of the same thing I was telling, I was telling them on the show earlier is like, allow people to choose the opportunity to choose for themselves. Um, Oh, yeah, I I'm choose, all about it. I could choose to deal with her, choose not to deal with. This is who she is as an artist. You like my music or you don't, but you're not going to make me more social or make me want to, like, I'm not going to have an anxiety attack for y'all. And then on top of that, we live in such a contradictory time where it's like, oh, yes, mental health, mental health, mental health, self, self-worth self and wellness and self-care. Right, I got mental health. Oh, fuck it. I, I, right, me, I, wanna, I paid this money issues. for these, this exactly. meet and greet. What the fuck are you doing? I'm my issues and you don't give a fuck. Like, fam, what? Okay. So, off of the summer August shit, the big topic this week was... um. T.I. in his parenting ways um, came out in a podcast. I believe it was, uh, and it wasn't lip service, but it was on a podcast. And he said that he goes to the gynecologist with his 18-year-old daughter. And it just got really, really weird, I guess. Really, really weird. You know, of course, people don't take shit seriously nowadays, so... You know, the jokes had to fly and shit. So, but basically he was saying that he, you know, make sure that his daughter is in, you know, intact down there. Her hymen. Make sure it hasn't been ruptured, which is a, which is a, a very ridiculous way to check if you're a virgin because it can rupture a plethora of different ways. Plus there all, there has been since, especially in our generation, a lot of people who have those kind of stigmas from a religious standpoint or whatever, where you have to make sure that you keep your hymen intact and shit like you can't, you know, you got to be a virgin until you're married. They're going different ways. Like, yeah, you can't stop the throat or the ass, my nigga. I'm sorry. So yeah, her hymen might be perfectly intact. Her asshole might be blew out. She might be, she (laughs) might be blowing niggas the fuck down. But here you go, just being fucking stupid. Her pussy eight, maybe. Yeah, that 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 don't break the hymen, my nigga. Like so, you know what I'm saying? All these other things to go about it, but more importantly, my issue with this was the parents out here who always, for whatever reason, go back to, oh, you don't have a kid, so your opinion about parenting is invalid like no at the end of the day my i have fucking eyes and i can see and i have an opinion like yeah that's nuts i mean i get the whole like oh you don't have kids thing but i'm just talking about general like common motherfucking sense 
as someone who grew up, I would say somewhere in the middle of sheltered and not sheltered, um, I would say that from every experience and thing that I've ever witnessed, it's literally been like people who have very overprotective parents are the ones that as soon as they got on their own, wow the fuck out. Absolutely. So it's like, okay, you got melt, you are, you have the, you kept the rain so tight and I couldn't do shit and I couldn't be an individual and I couldn't experience things. Then now I'm about to go and act the fucking fool. Like, oh my God. Yes. Thank you. Goodness. It's good to get you off my back because I've always wanted to, uh, and I fuck with my parents heavy as fuck for this, but it's like, I hope that when I have kids that I manage to have a good middle ground and my parents were able to maintain with us. And I don't know if my brothers feel the same way because I was closer to my parents, especially my dad, but they were able to keep a good middle ground with us where it's like, yes, you know what I'm saying? They were the disciplinarians. Yes, they were, you know, they were definitely our parents. It never was like, oh, we your friends. We definitely respected them and everything like that. But they made it still an open communication where we could talk to them about anything, where our experiences were our experiences. And it was just like, you know, if y'all decided y'all want to experiment with some shit, we rather y'all, we know about it. Or if y'all want to talk about this, we rather y'all talk to us. And I hope that I'm able to keep that middle ground of like respect in openness because it's hard to maintain both. I know people that don't actually have good relationship with their parents. Even people that grew up in two parent households where they don't talk to their parents. They don't have like a friendly relationship with them. And I was I'm like now as a grown ass woman, I'm 30. I'm the youngest. All my siblings are older than me. Like my oldest brother is almost 40. And then like up from, you know, in between. So it's just like, we're all grown as fuck. So now we have a good relationship with our parents. We can sit there talk, shoot the shit, curse drinks whatever like we have like they respect us as adults and we still respect them i mean but i think more importantly to that like at the end of the day i don't give a fuck what age your child is your child is a, like a human being who's making decisions on it you know what i'm saying he's processing you know saying? Like, like not having that respect of like a mutual respect so to speak like, yeah that's you what i'm saying like a child i don't i'm, a, I'm it's almost like i want to get older to get away from you exactly so it's like like i said i'm still cool and comfortable talking to my parents about shit because even when i was in high school even when i was in college i still had a relationship with my parents because it was like they made it so I was comfortable. They didn't do no crazy shit like that. Like I remember like even I grew up with my dad and I'm a daddy's girl, like true as fuck, like to the T, but he still was logical. Like he was logical as fuck. Like when I went to college and I had a boyfriend and I was going to see him every weekend, he just assumed I was fucking. Like it wasn't like, he was just like, all right, well, you know, as long as you take care of yourself, protect yourself, da, 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 like, and keep it pushing because I'm fucking 18. Because you have to be realistic about shit like yeah. that. Like, you can't, oh, yeah, no, you can't do that. Like, I get it. Yeah, I want you to be like, I want you to be great. You know what I'm saying? I would love for you to stay my little girl forever, but it's realistic. It's like, it's a realism in that. And that's fair. But, I think that that relationship that I have with my parents is why I'm the way I am. I am 29. I don't have no motherfucking kids. I don't have no issue with that. And like, so I think that that is a lot of the reasons why, because I wasn't scared and fearful to have conversations with my parents. And I still grew up normal. And the bitches that their parents was like, maybe overbearing. They couldn't wait to go to college and fuck and get away from their fucking parents and have babies. <laughs> 
Well, they yeah. probably wasn't waiting for the babies, but yeah. they happened because they didn't know no better. I don't think anybody's waiting for the but babies. But I'm saying, think about it. When you decide to have sex, you don't know nothing about sex. That's true. So you're not thinking about condoms and birth control and all that stuff like that because you were not prepared because your parents thought that avoidance was going to lead to prevention. And it doesn't. So many people, so many parents think that avoiding the topic is a way to prevention. And it's not. It's an ignorant way of thinking. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I had open parents. Like the first time I smoked was with my father. The first time I drank drank anything was with my father. My mother was always around. They were always open. They wanted me to make decisions for myself. So then I could, you know, kind of cater it to what I want to do. Like, cause you don't really know what you like until you actually try it. So yeah, give your kids an option to actually experience things in life. Don't say, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I didn't have authoritative parents. Like they were parents. I had rules and regulations and shit, but it wasn't a fucking uh dictatorship. Like, oh, okay, you under my roof, you can't do this, 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 and that. I had respect for my parents. So I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But that was built that respect was not built on discipline. That respect was built on respect. Exactly. Because they respected me as an individual. And as I got older, they they lived through life. And I think that's one of the things that that really irks me, like those hypocritical parents who want their kids to be these model citizens and shit. And you know how it was when you were growing up. You weren't like that at all. Mm -hmm. You was out here doing whatever the fuck you wanted to do. So now you got a kid. Oh, I don't want my kid to be like that, like I was when I was growing up. So let me just cut off all this shit. You can't have sex. You can't smoke. You can't drink. You can't cuss in front of me and shit like that. Like, no, I have a very open relationship with both of my parents. We're cool. We talk about everything. So, I mean, it's just like a, like I said, different shows for different folks. I technically don't have any kids. If I technically had a kid, it wouldn't be a female. So, I don't know, you know, policing, I'm never good with like policing females anatomies and shit like that. Like, yeah, man, this is, I'm not, I'm not going to the gynecologist to check with, I will go with my daughter. If I have one, but I'm not going to see what she doing out like, here. And then she's over 18. Like, it, I can understand maybe if you were younger, but you don't even have the rights. Because at that point, now she has to agree for you to be in the room. Right. Because once you get a certain age, your parents don't get no information unless you tell them to tell them. Right. You have a doctor-patient confidentiality once you're over 18. Exactly. So it's just like, oh, now I ain't got to tell you a fucking thing. Thanks for the ride, Pops. Yeah, like, what the <laughs> fuck? I couldn't imagine, like... And not saying that all kids that come from a sheltered environment end up wilding out, but... I'm glad you made that disclaimer. I'm just, I mean, obviously not. I mean, if you grow up, maybe you want to be a nun. I don't give a fuck what you're going to do when you grow up. But I'm just saying, like, nothing good... Like, even if you don't, you don't grow up to want to rebel... Cause that's not always the case, but it does hinder the relationship you have with your parents. I know that people like people who can't speak freely around their parents or can't have conversation with their parents or people don't have, they still, even as adults have a parent child relationship with their parents. Yeah. Fuck all that. Um, that's cool. I just don't subscribe to that. I respect my mother as a mother. I respect my father as his father and they respect me as an adult. So it is what it is. So, um, yeah, going off of that, um, and I, we actually saw it <laughs> in live action today. 
I don't want to be judgy or anything like that, but y'all got to relax on these fucking chicken sandwiches. Like, this shit is nuts. Um, I'm I'm not. I'm on, I'm on the other side of the fence because I'm going to get me one tomorrow. I mean, I like, cause it's this is cool. Thing. Okay. With all the other antics that go with this. it. Okay, yes. So, uh, I understand what you're saying. Like, all of this, people fighting and body slamming each other <laughs> and all of this ridiculous shit. I think that that's ludicrous. But... I live in the suburbs, so none of that shit is happening. Uh, we, me, uh, me, and the rest of my Caucasian pals are just trying to get our chicken. Like we just want our chicken sandwiches. Like that's it. And so I, when last time when they were out, I haven't been this time around yet. I'm going to get them tomorrow. Mm. But, um, <laughs> like last time, I got. I think I had it two times, two or three times, two times. I think it was twice. And I literally just got my chicken and minding my business. Like the line was long, so I went inside. It was faster, right. and I was in and out. And I came home and I enjoyed my sandwich. Like it's not that big of a deal to me personally. It's just not that deep. But um, like all of those, all these people, like I hear what he just said, and I agree with him. I agree the fighting and shit are ridiculous. But all the people trying to do all the conspiracy theories about all oh, y'all motherfuckers gonna be growing eyes out of your elbows. For eating some chicken, like we've eaten worse shit and everything. And if y'all want to subscribe to that bullshit, everything from the vegetables, nigga, so into the fucking meat, to everything is fucked up and manipulated. So we all gonna fucking die one way or another. And I don't give a fuck if you're vegan, paleo, vegetarian, meat eater, carnivore. We all gonna about to fucking die. So it's just kind of like let people eat their fucking sandwiches. The food tastes good. Y'all pump up <laughs> shit. Y'all pump up hoes. They don't taste good, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Y'all pump up niggas that are broke or don't taste good. Like, I just I just don't understand. Like, let people enjoy what they want to fucking enjoy. Like, I'm going to get me a chicken sandwich, period. Period. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, like I said, I, I kind of got off of that wave of, like, I know, it's fast food. It's anything. That's what I'm anything. saying, like. So yeah, enjoy I, I, your sandwich. That's but the only thing I hate. I, like the fighting, yes, fuck that. But all the people motherfuckers sitting on their high horse. I ain't had a chicken sandwich. Fuck that sandwich. Cool, boo. I don't care. Eat your pork and beans, bitch. But I want a sandwich, and you're not gonna make me feel bad for wanting one. Like nobody saying nothing when y'all in line for fucking nuggets or Jordans, bitch. So if I want to go eat me a sandwich, bitch, I'm gonna have a sandwich, and you're just gonna chill. Like I don't care. Yeah, y'all so, just gotta relax. Like it's gonna be a long time. You knew that going in. It's gonna be a long time. Some people might get their shit before you get your shit. Like just relax, cause it's not worth going to jail or fucking. Yeah, you know all what the saying? violence. I'm gonna be honest. I'm from Detroit East Side. What's up? What up though? But what I would up? never go to a Popeyes in the city. <laughs> Why the sandwiches out? Absolutely the fuck not. Okay, I would stay right out here. It's fucked up, cause I tried to go to my little low key spot. And that bitch was banging. I'm like, damn, they got this one too. <laughs> Honestly, that one over there was not that bad. Like that line was not bad at all. Cause I was looking at it, I was like, I almost seemed to do the stop. No, it 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 died down a lot. When I first got there, it was like, you know, it was. I'm like uh, that line. Amazed. I was like, that's like the shortest line I've never seen. Them motherfuckers be in the street. Like it was a maze. All but, into the street, all all everywhere. Like, but yeah, man. I mean, not. Never mind. Stop fighting each other. <laughs> Never mind. I'm like, yeah, you know, just had that same energy, you know, with something else. But yeah, I'm not even going down that road today. Keep it simple, lighthearted. Motherfuckers got to vote. I mean, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> or whatever you want to say. 
Go vote. You know what I'm saying? I think that maybe if y'all had Popeye sandwiches at the voting booths, we would have more voters. Oh, for sure. Nigga. Actually, if y'all serve refreshments of any kind, because people just like free shit. So, um. But see, that's the thing. I go to the uh, the same spot. You know, the spot we used to go to. Nigga, you got cookies, coffee, all that kind of <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, like you just in there. You can sit down on the couch and shit. If you waiting. Yeah. Oh, you said register? We just Good shit. Damn, nigga, that was the best time of my life. <laughs> Just being able to walk into the office right, and nigga. go vote because that's where yeah. I was registered. It was a good. It was a good time. Not gonna hold you up. Great time. Yeah, so great time of my life. Yeah. Um. Also, don't record your kids. Um. While you beating them, there's consequences and repercussions in modern day society. That's stupid. Anyway. Why, like, are you, why are you recording an ass whooping? Nowadays, that is not applicable. I know we were all raised in a different time where our parents could come and literally snatch us out, up out of the classroom. That shit don't rock today. Don't do that shit because baby girl just got all her kids uh, taken away from her because that shit went viral. Now, and probably baby boy going to hate her for the rest of her life because that shit viral. My nigga, stop recording shit. Everything don't need to be recorded. Yeah, I don't know why y'all and stuff like that. Everything I don't want y'all recording shit. I tell niggas that like people be so surprised. I'm like, I don't have news in my phone. I don't take news of myself. I don't want your news. I don't have any dick pics. I don't have anything in my phone because it's just too easy to access shit like that. No, thank you. I'm cool. I don't want to see it anyway. First of all, I, I see myself nigga all the time. And if you can deserve to get a picture, nigga, you just seen it in real life. So here we are at a crossroads. So no, I don't subscribe. I don't subscribe. Stop recording shit and taking pictures. That was Casey. At least do it on Snap where it disappears. Casey said that. I'm trying to help y'all. No face, no case. Too y'all need to be forgetting that. Well, nigga, I'm going viral. Fuck is you mean? Fuck is you talking about? And that was Hendrix. <laughs> All right, ladies. Viral, we about to get this OnlyFans page popping off, okay? Because I gotta make some money. I'm a practice. All right, y'all hear it, hoes. <laughs> Stop, come one, come stop on. Calling people, hoes. I want to say that because I don't know your names. This is okay. Fair point. So yeah, there was Brenda, Latisha, Felicia, John, Hashan. <laughs> I actually went through that. I don't think I've dated anybody in that in that little wordplay of the song. I don't think so. You were lying. I don't think you know. I for whatever reason, I always get the unique names and shit like that. So yeah. That's not unique. I don't think it was in the song though. It is. <laughs> so, anyway, back to what we were talking about. Stop bringing that bullshit. Um, it ain't that old, nigga. Um, this nigga here. Today, <laughs> we are talking about something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to the glow up or the ugly duckling syndrome, where, you know, a lot of us were kind of funny looking growing well, I just up. hired a different perspective on this not too long ago not to cut you off but it was like you're not ugly you're just broke and you're like that's real life though it is it definitely is but um we're talking about the the, the grow the glow up the the grove the ugly duckling you know back then they didn't want me now i actually have to having to be attractive so they're all on me and i feel like a lot of people can um relate to that because we all go through an ugly phase or a funny looking phase. And, you know, fortunately for a lot of us, we've grown to be very uh, attractive adults. 
I know I went through, I don't know, it's kind of hard for me to say personally because I've looked like the same person for the last 25 years of my life. You know what I'm saying? My my features, you know, kind of balanced out and everything. But I went through, I definitely went through an ugly phase where, you know, the glasses and, you know, I wasn't taking care of my skin, wasn't taking care of my lips, you know what I'm saying? Like, my hygiene was kind of questionable i guess like i'm sorry what no i'm saying like i wouldn't put no lotion and shit i was actually out here oh, I'm like, can we talk about that can we talk about hygiene i'm sorry that's not the topic but you niggas really just <sighs> all right i'm gonna save it <laughs> that can be your grind my gear yep, that's what I'm um saying. so yeah casey what's your experience as far as your you know how you felt during your funny looking phase as opposed to how you feel now like what was the attention that you used to get and what is the attention that you get now what have people said like you know is the difference like when they see an older picture of you like oh wow because i know you lost a shit ton of weight right yeah so obviously that's the bare minimum like obviously that's the most obvious thing so you I also was, don't wear glasses anymore so well i haven't been wearing glasses for a while okay so let me okay let me rhyme we're rhyme y'all a little bit okay so i mean like i was like a chubby kid my whole life whole fucking life like i was like chubbier or whatever and then um let me see then somewhere in college i blew the fuck up like got super fucking big it was not chubby it was big bitch that is like <laughs> A lot of bitch. Like, I was big as fuck, but... I'm sorry. I never really had an issue with um men, for real. Like, because... First of all, I haven't been in a lot of relationships. Let me just use that. Because I'm very particular about the people I date. Like, being in my life, and I'm not even trying to be dramatic, it's like a club. Like, because my family, my friends, my nigga, everything is integrated in my life. I don't have separate circles of shit. So like my family knows my friends, my friends know my nigga, and we all can hang out all in the same space. When I tell y'all I'm close to my parents, it's like that. So like it'd literally be my friends, my parents, my nigga. We all drinking in the house, playing games and smoking. Like it's a it's a we tight. So I don't really have a lot of niggas around me like that, or people around me that I don't really fuck with like that. Same thing with friends. But back to the whole point. The point of the matter is, I never really had an issue with niggas. So, like I said, I was like thick. I was little, I was meaty, but I wasn't like big bitch status yet. So, um, I always had like guys around me. Like middle school, I had a boyfriend. I ain't dating my elementary school. Actually, did I? I think I did. Oh well. Okay. I don't know if that counts, obviously, but. Middle school had a boyfriend. It was really like me and my best friend, Courtney. Our class was super small. It was six girls and four boys. And literally two of the niggas fucked with Courtney. <laughs> like, liked Courtney. And the other two liked me. And they were all friends. And that was it. So, like, it's only ten of us. So, I mean, everybody knew who the fuck I was. So, it was like nice that. Nice little private school education. I missed that. I man. know, right? <laughs> Um, high school's a little different. I was quiet. I definitely went into high school with like a, you know, whatever, fuck these people. I'm about to get the fuck out of here. But I will say freshman year, I did like date this guy for like all of two weeks. And he was like one of the people that was like a lame trying to be popular. And so like his friends told me it wasn't okay. Told him it wasn't okay for him to talk to me because it would like bring down his, his coolness. So he broke up. That, that was always the dumbest shit in the world to me. Like my nigga stay out of my business. 
Don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing over well, here. Well, he broke up with me. But we did eventually get back together my senior year in high school. He wouldn't go there. He wasn't going there no more. He was going to school in the suburb. It worked out. But, yeah, so that was pretty much that. So I did always have – I had a boyfriend my sophomore year that was – I always kept attractive men around me, realistically. Like, he was he was pretty attractive, like, stereotypically attractive. I'm still cool with him. That's my nigga. I'm actually not – not a lot of my exes I'm not cool with. But yeah. So that wait, wait, wait. No. Nope. Rewind. You killed me for my relationship with my exes. Like I'm cool. Because you like, have we, inappropriate relationships I with your don't exes. have inappropriate relationships with The relationship with my exes. you had with your ex when we was together was extremely inappropriate. Okay. All right, continue. They was texting. Oh no no no. no. He he got me fired up now. <laughs> So him and his ex was texting all the time. You know what I'm saying? He refused to get her name covered up. That's tattooed on his chest. Uh, what else? Don't worry about this, ladies, when y'all pursuing him, though. No. Uh, <laughs> they used to have inappropriate conversations on Twitter, laughing about how this, like, this bitch think I'm going to get her name covered up. Never. Ha, ha, ha. And they was laughing and adding each other and, like, all kind of shit. And texting and picking each other up from that. airports and everything. Yes, y'all. That's, you had, we had a whole conversation about it. Y'all remember you was, y'all was talking on Twitter and it was like, I think it was like a post that she reposted about like, oh, niggas be getting their ex's name covered up. And I think you like screen, I think she reposted it and put like LOL and then you reposted it. It was like, ha 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 or some shit. I'm like, oh, look at these little, I mean, I'm sorry. That's a sentence. <laughs> Edit point. <laughs> Edit note. Nope. Edit. <laughs> you be getting a message from John this week. <laughs> Y'all gotta chill with the fact. Y'all gotta chill with the shit. All right, for real. I fuck with y'all, but y'all gotta chill with the shit. What the fuck? Edit it out. Anyways, okay. I'm like, look at these two motherfuckers, bitches. All right, continue with your story. So, anyways, no, I'm I'm still here. So, yes, Hendrix has a lot of inappropriate relationship with his exes. See, when I'm actually in a relationship, to have a lot of inappropriate relationships. Oh, look, I fixed it for y'all, ladies. Um. But yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I know. See, that's what happens when you make a nigga better for the next girl. My nigga, if you don't continue with this ugly duckling topic, you you, you trying to get me started on this? It was just a temporary, ha ha. Like you don't know how to laugh and keep going. I want because I, I want to get on some backstory so they know that don't you be on bullshit. So yes, I do. I am cool with my exes, but I don't have like relationships like Hendrix out with his ex. You know what I'm saying? He be looking at his tattoos like, oh, I remember me and her was fucking the girl who did this one. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you actually like be honest in a relationship. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just tell people everything so they don't have to wonder and shit. And then you get this shit like down the line. Like, oh, yeah, nigga. Fuck out of here, bro. Can we go on with the topic? All right. So here you go with that weird shit, nigga. Weird ass nigga. Anyway, so. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yes. So I had a boyfriend in high school. I actually had like three or four boyfriends in high school. Oh. Then, um, mm. I, then college was pretty much like consumed with the same couple, few niggas or whatever. But like that was pretty much it. So, but I always kept niggas around me. And I said, even when I blew up, the nigga I was with at the time when I did blow up was like, "Oh, bitch, you fat and gross." Well, he didn't say that, but that's essentially what he was trying to say. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but then we <laughs> that is one actually is not cool with at all yes that's the only one i don't i don't have any relationship with literally the only ex i do not have a relationship with so um <laughs> get you fat get, do something but legitimately <laughs> most of my relationships ended on my terms um it was not like, oh, bitch, I don't want you no more. And I never had issue with anybody being attracted to me, even when I was bigger. Yeah, so aside from, like, the relationship aspect of it, just, like, the being outside, like, so I was places. So I would say, honestly, it, it wasn't men. The thing that was mo- that made me most insecure was um, that I was the big bitch in my friend group. So, like, I always keep bad bitches around me, no cap. Like, so, like, my roommates in college were all beautiful my friends were all beautiful, all thin, like my whole entire life. So that was always a thing, but it wasn't. Like I said, I still never had an issue attracting men. Like now, until you get to what I guess the older age when it's like you meet people in public. I didn't really start gaining weight until like my, my until I was like twenty one. Like I mean, I was always thicker. I'm saying like, I got like right, right, right. big girl, watch out for the big girl's head ass. I was like twenty one, so I already had a long term boyfriend. So I really wasn't like out and about like that looking to get hit on but it was a different experience like it's a i would say the biggest difference is because like then i didn't know it was a thing because you can't miss what you never had so at that point in time like i i did get a good amount of male attention more than i think probably the average person would think i would right because i still was well dressed i still kept my hair done i still was put together so i still didn't have issues attracting people but the magnitude in which it is now, and this is no arrogance, obviously, but I really can't go too much of anywhere without getting hit on. And I'm not saying like I'm just so fucking great, but that's what it sounds like. You be sweating me, and I'm just like, um, uh, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck the hoes. <laughs> I'm looking for a best friend because this nigga is. A- out of here. All right. I'm not going to never replace me. I'm not, I'm not like trying, trying to tell these niggas I'm, I'm a fucking vibe. You cannot find me nowhere I'm not, else. I'm not you trying will to replace you. I'm not trying to replace you. I'm trying to get something different because <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> I don't want to replace you. I want something totally different. God. Damn. Anyways, like I was saying. <laughs> No, but realistically, so that was the change. So I didn't get hit on as much. Then, obviously, I was teased in um, elementary school, teased in middle school for being, I mean, I have glasses too. So Ooh, glasses and a ponytail. But um, <laughs> I wear glasses. I was dark-skinned. Like, now that shit is popping. So it's a lot of things that turned over since I'm from younger to being older. So, like, like I said, I had glasses. I was chubby or fat, depending on the time. And um, I wore glasses and I'm dark skinned. So it was just like all of those things were totally unacceptable at the time. Right. So eventually somewhere in middle school, I got contacts. That was that. But I was still, you know, fat and black. And then so um, <laughs> but in high school, I mean, I was still chubby and I was still black. So same thing. I had a nigga, but, you know, saying depending on the you know, beauties in the eye beholder. So I kept a nigga, but... <laughs> I be I wasn't I ain't have it like where everybody was just sweating me right like it was I wasn't like I couldn't go nowhere without getting hit on. Mm-hmm. Then flash forward to after college, I would say, and I lost weight in like two thousand 
14, I literally went from being like 300 pounds to being like 160. And, and I'm five, eight and a half. So 160, I think I was 169. Looked extremely small on me. If you want to see that picture, I was like super, super, super skinny. Like I was shaped like a boy. I didn't have nobody whatsoever. So a bitch can't be that small. I don't get no. They're gonna see the pictures. That is the promo for this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't stop people from wanting to fucking talk to me either. But I'm just saying. So, and it was a huge change in the amount of attention I got. Like I said, this I couldn't. Go nowhere without getting hit on. Like every time I was going somewhere, going to the club, going out, putting pictures on Instagram. Like you talking about at work, <laughs> like literally anywhere. It was like, oh shit, how can I get to know you? I want to, you know, what I'm saying shit like that. Like, all right, bro, relax. I want to get to know you. You know, what I'm saying, how can I post to you? How can I? <laughs> shit, and to this day, I posted on fucking Facebook. And like, I literally just posted a, um, a, a article about like how women should date outside their race. And I was like, I put like to read later. And this nigga literally messaged me. I don't know him at all. Messaged me like, please don't date a white man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get shocked. They're like, oh, I want to take you out. Let me feed you. Let me just like random niggas like walk by me anywhere. So, and I'm not in no arrogance any of this, but it is complete. Nigga, that's all arrogance. Fuck out of here. It's not. <laughs> Don't put the but it's a complete on. difference. And I would say the quality of niggas. Because sometimes, like I will say this um, realistically and on a different scale, anybody who had maybe was bigger and lost weight, I um, suffer really, really bad from um, body, what is it? Dysmorphia? Yeah. So it's still um, weird for me. Like even when I, it was like times I was like going shopping and I was definitely in like small mediums and I'll be picking up like two X's. Like shit like that. Like, oh, I need this. I'm like, that bitch, that shit is huge. <laughs> what are you what are you about to put in that? Like shit like that. And even just like seeing myself, like I see myself differently than other people see me. So, I think everybody does, so. So like, even now people are like, oh, I don't know, because there's some other people that think they're cute. And I'm just like That's what I'm saying. Everybody <laughs> thinking they sell differently than what But yeah, like I would just be seeing myself like, oh, I look like shit, or I'm like, oh shit, I think I'm gaining weight. And I'm like, no, you're really not. You don't look you look fine. Like, so, um, mm. it's just shit like that. So to me, I will say that I get, I, and now this is my personal opinion of, uh, over analyzing it. I think that I get more attention even more than maybe some of the regular or other people would, because as someone that's been on the other side that was teased or neglected or neglected, neglected, neglected <laughs> or unseen by, um, a good, um, a good amount of people. Like you felt like you were living in shadows or that you ain't get attention. Cause there's people now that when they hit on me and I'm like, Oh, this nigga talking to me. Like the niggas, I'm like, this nigga's tall and fine and nice job and nice car. And like you talking, you hitting on me. Um, like the niggas I thought was untouchable or it's like, Oh, he must be talking about one of my friends or something. Like it's just like, that was like something that was weird to me. Right. And I will also like, that's the point I was about to make before is that I think the amount of attention that I do get is a combination of things. I don't think it's just aesthetics. I'm sure a lot of it is aesthetics because like I said, I lost weight as well. And then even in between that time, it got socially acceptable to be dark skin. And what I mean by that is that at first it was like, Oh, you black as fuck. Da, 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 da. Little African booty. Scratches. Yeah. And now it's like, Oh, chocolate. Ooh, want a chocolate girl. Ooh. Cho-. So it's like, I came up at the right time where it was like, 
I was popping, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, it was, it got okay for bitches to be dark-skinned. So that happened at the same time. And I keep missing the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make hmm. is that, um, <laughs> no, seriously, this is, no, and I really want to get this point out. I think the main difference in the attention that I get and when I continuously say that I'm a vibe and all this shit like that, it's not even no arrogance in that, but I will say that from my experience of being on the other side of things, it is a certain arrogance. It is a certain entitlement. It is a certain personality that goes with being attractive your whole life. So let's say you was one of them girls or guys or whatever, you was grew up light skin with long hair and a cute tight little body and you was pretty and you had light eyes and your whole life you ain't been nothing but beautiful a, 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 enough years of motherfucking stroking your ego and they kind of stick on you right. where it's like you kind of like oh yeah i'm a bad bitch i feel like i've gotten to that point not saying like that i got to the point where people put me at that esteem but when they meet me and they talk to me because i've been like so discarded my whole life that I come across with a innocence and a, a genuineness that they don't realize. It's like, damn, are you so nice? Like, like, so people, when you meet me, they think I'm also almost like, like I have so much personality and character and I'm so nice in comparison to how attractive I am. And I'm not saying that to say like everybody who's been attracted their whole life is bitches, but I mean, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it happens. And so I get that a lot. Like if I, as I go on with people and I have conversation with them, like, damn, you so cool. And I have concluded that a lot of men are not used to that. If you have a, a woman that's genuinely attractive or like, I mean, niggas like, oh, you, you only fuck with guys with money. I'm sure. And it's like, Hey, why you feel like that? I mean, because but they that's put, they looking at me visually and put me on a pedestal because that's what they used to somebody else of this. Right, it's just level. a generalization of it. Basically. Yeah, like or damn, you so so we have such a good attitude, or you know what I'm saying, or you like because anytime like to this day, and it's probably been this has probably been like a good mm, five or six year span since this has been my life. <laughs> <laughs> five six years seven yeah like two thirteen. Um, span of this being my life. And I will say that I am still genuinely humbled. And he's like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Like you're so pretty. I'm still, I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. Because as somebody who's been on the other side of that, I realized that you do not have to say that. Right. Like, so I'm genuinely grateful versus my man. Like, you know, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's what people mean when they're like, damn, like you're so different, especially if they assume that I've always been beautiful. Cause I get that a lot when I'm, when I meet guys or even people, just like, I'm sure you've been, you was probably popular in high school. You had all these niggas and you was probably, you know, you was just, I'm like, I was a lame. I was a nerd and I didn't talk or know nobody and nobody knew who the fuck I was. So yeah, fuck all that shit you was talking about. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. Okay. So that was kind of my experience. What has been your experience? I, I feel like, from what I've heard, you've been attractive your whole life. Because before I knew who you was, my best friend knew you and was like, oh my God, this boy, no, is so cute. He always got a girlfriend, though. Well, that And that was, was what, high school? Um, yeah. Yeah, early high school. Um, I think one of the things that kind of like puts me out of this is that I haven't really changed any. Like, you can look at a picture of me now and compare it to a picture of me when I was 11, 12. Like, I'm still pretty much the same person. Like, yeah, I'm older. You know, you got facial hair and shit like that. 
you know what I'm saying? You kind of grown into your confidence a little bit, but yeah, I've been the same person, same person, same build, you know, same kind of attitude or disposition, however you feel like classifying it as. And yeah, I was, I was always the, the guy in the relationship. Like, so all these women were attracted to me but I was always in a relationship so I got attention but it was something that I couldn't do anything with because I'm in a relationship and I think like as it I'm never been the type to toot my own horn Mm. like a lot of the things that people see from me as far as the like my (laughs) a lot of people talk about uh the email address that I created in high school um yeah mr conceited mr conceited that was not something that i did on my own like that's something that's how they called you know that's what they called me because of my disposition i'm really like yeah i I don't know what you're talking about fuck what you're talking about like i'm not cute i'm not attractive and shit like that i've always put myself down because that's my way of remaining humble because People will gas you up into thinking that you're something that you're not. Like, I'm attractive. I ain't going to say, like, I'm head-turning, room-stopping, attractive and shit like that. But I get my fair share of attention. People, you know, people try and gas me up and shit. And it's always been that way. And I never understood that shit. Like, why? Like, I'm just regular. But I look at myself in the mirror every day, and it's like, yeah, nigga, you. you Still. Same. Like nigga, <laughs> like nigga, your skin still fucked up. Like nigga, that's you still a, got so many teeth in your mouth and shit a, like um, that. That's a good point because I get told people like out of nowhere all the time, random ass people when I'm in public or I'm at work anywhere. Be like, oh my god, your skin is beautiful. And all I see when I look in the mirror is like my hyperpigmentation and like different spots on my right. face. And I'm like, what are they talking about? It's like, oh, you, <laughs> like what are they talking about? Like I got you know I get a lot of comments on compliments on my smile and shit like that. Like, so on some witch set. Yeah, like I got like I got extra, so I would hope that I would be capitalizing on this smile. I got too many fucking teeth in my mouth. Like, yeah, look like shark tails, right? Yeah, I got all the jokes. Look, I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a group chat with a bunch of ruthless niggas. Like any any picture I take, smiling, nigga, the teeth is gonna come into question. So, um, yeah, like my smile. I mean, I did win class smile in high school, but it was like you know that era where niggas didn't smile like i just smiled a lot when i laugh i smile simple as that um as far as my journey like i love myself a lot more now than i have in the past like you know what i'm saying a lot of times people get into a fake love or a fake admiration with themselves where you try to boost yourself up because nobody's boosting you up i guess or somebody is boosting you up and you just want to maintain that level. Like, no, I like to remain humble. Don't, you know, I'm attractive to you, X, Y, and Z, but I might be like dirt shit ugly to somebody else. Like, yeah, this nigga is funny looking as fuck. So I think all of that is really subjective. So I'm never really taking anybody's opinion to heart. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I have to look in the mirror at me. So that's how I feel. Like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm cool. Like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I I don't like attention. People don't understand that, but I really don't like attention. I don't like that. Oh, you so, you know, you look so good. You so sexy, all that shit. I really don't like that at all. It makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to be put on a pedestal. I've never wanted to be put on a pedestal. I've always been low key. 
always been low key, always been out the way. I ain't never tried to be that nigga, never wanted to be that nigga. Who? How am I lying? I never wanted to be that nigga. Like that's that's not my thing. Like I like being low key. I don't like attention. So growing during that journey and shit, I started off as the buck tooth kid with glasses. Like I started wearing glasses in like second grade. So you know that transpired and shit i always for whatever reason like the popular chicks was always attracted to me so in my early dating life i always dated uh what was it it was like cheerleaders and you know what I'm saying dancers and you know people who sung in a choir and shit like that you know what I'm saying shit like that like the popular girls liked me but i was just like really uncomfortable around them because i don't like attention and i don't like people who like attention so, you know what I'm saying? Like, either we both low-key or it's not going to work. Because, yeah, niggas out here get real disrespectful. And I have a temper problem. So, that's that's not a good match. But as my journey continued, I think it was, I want to say it was 10th grade when I got context. And I guess for everybody else, that was my Stefan Arkell moment. Where I just like all of a sudden changed and started acting different and started treating myself different. Like, no, I I don't care that much about aesthetics in either way. Like, I'm, I take care of myself a lot more now because I have the money to do so. So, yeah, I'm going to buy the, the good skincare products and I had this routine and shit. I had the routine for my hair and all that. But, yeah, growing up, I... I Shit, put your fucking sporting ways on and your do rag and call it a day. Like, nigga, I wouldn't wash my, you know what I'm saying? Face wash. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. But yeah, I get those, oh, you got nice skin? Like, no, see, you gas me up because my shit look terrible, my nigga. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. My nigga, I will hit you. I didn't even <laughs> say shit. This is exactly what I be talking about. I will hit you. Jeez. But yeah, as far as the ugly duckling uh, journey, I guess mine would more so He didn't be, have one. Period. Is what he really saying. <laughs> mine, so this no, is so he's coming from the people would, that I'm talking about. Mine would be more so as far as the confidence I have in myself. Mm. Because I never looked at myself as other people looked at me because I'm my own worst critic. I'm very pessimistic. Well, I feel like we're all our own worst critic. Because realistically, like, even from my change from then to now, because even since the first time I lost a whole bunch of weight, I've been that skinny like thick and then little and thick and little and like in shape it'd be times when i'm in obsessed with the gym and times when i'm obsessed with cheese <laughs> chocolate <laughs> um so it varies but ultimately my journey to like se- like legitimate self-love is very recent yeah. and like probably in the last i would say three years Three or four years where I've been like a not no nonsense motherfucker fuck you motherfucker type person. Right. It's been very recent which is like, okay, you know what? I'm a vibe. You can even fuck with the winning team or go over there and lose. Like, it's been very recent in my life where I felt like confident and you know what I'm saying, secure in myself and like not being on bullshit and just kind of like confident enough to be like, okay, well, fuck you. I don't need you. Like that's been very recent. And I do agree with Henderson in that regard that you are your own worst critic. I'm always hypercritical of myself because at no point in time throughout any of these journeys that I feel like, oh, I'm the shit now. But I do notice a different amount of attention that I get. Right. So that's for certain that that has been different over time. 
absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like my self worth has grew tremendously to where I started taking just now recently start taking care of myself as far as you know what i'm saying making sure that you're not like in shape but in shape mentally because that has a lot to do with that because people can see that and i spent so much of my life trying to avoid people you know what i'm saying because i didn't want to be bothered that i didn't understand that you actually do need to have like you know what I'm saying, interactions with people. Like, you know what I'm saying, you can't become that vibe until, you know what I'm saying, you actually find, (laughs) until you actually, you know what I'm saying, find people to vibe with. So, yeah. Yeah. My my ugly duckling journey was more so, like, based off of social interaction and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying, we all have phases. I had my little party phase where I was always out spending money on outfits and shit like that, doing dumb shit when everybody's in that dumb age and shit like that but i fell off tremendously like you know what i'm saying casey says all the time i was uh (laughs) sweatpants and uh track shoes like that's what i was because i wasn't for walmart so listen (laughs) all you bitches i upgraded this nigga y'all have a complete nigga now so wait think about it um Thank me. I on some real shit. You should have saw the outfit I was gonna wear today. I was being a little extra. Like I said, <laughs> thank me or like anything. I was be a extra Half today. of the time, anytime Henry's gotta go somewhere, I gotta tell him like no collar shirt or make sure he puts it together. Like he bought new gym <laughs> right, shoes for y'all. Like so, think about it every time. Be like, damn, you look nice. Like oh, okay. If it wasn't for KC, we wouldn't you know have this what? moment right yeah. here. But um, I mean, because I used to have like whoever I was with. Like, you used to have flannel, shit. a whole that, lot of that fucking was, flannel. Hey, that this was, nigga, that was what was in at the time. I just didn't let it go. So in two thousand, <laughs> all right. So like I said, no. this nigga had a shit ton of motherfucking flannel. The new boys brought the uh, the flannel back. Fuck out of here. Nigga, you an old boy. You ain't I, no motherfucking new boy. You I know am, me? and I've stepped up my old man clothes game. So yeah. I, with the help of your dear friend and colleague, me. So when all you motherfuckers is thinking about, oh, he dressed so nice. No, the fuck he don't. Okay, <laughs> okay. Without a little help, I mean, everybody needs help and motivation for me, a stylist. So the fuck, yeah. Like I said, this was uh, just something that we kind of talked about in pre-production. About yes, even the, though I really don't, I didn't think about it until just now. <laughs> how this actually had nothing to do with Hendrix. I only understand. So all my ugly people stand up. Okay, we out here. It proud does. And happy. I just explained no, nigga, how it, it don't. It don't. I always thought we don't care about you loving yourself. Ugly. I can't help how I look on the outside, but I can. I control how Man, I you feel. Didn't think you would. Okay, look, <clears throat> listen up. It's this term that I use to, to um talk about niggas on bullshit. It's called fake modesty. And I've been telling niggas this all the time. Usually it comes from the price of light-skinned niggas. I guess it's almost winter, so Henry's about to get in his light-skinned bag. But it's just called fake modesty that he's trying to employ on all of y'all right now. He didn't think that. Don't listen to him. He's lying. Because I, I, I know when this nigga talking, used to kind of come, come over my house in his little leather jacket, like he was usher with some shades on or something. I think he actually really 
flipped the tails back in front of me. I'm sure. So all this fake bullshit he's talking about, about like, I didn't think I was attractive. He's lying. Don't let him gash you all, okay? Hey, he's looking for sympathy jacket, pussy, okay? Don't sympathy. listen Nobody to him. Nobody wants that. He's lying. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like I said, people, like I said, people put on a facade to, you know. Period, pool. They put on <laughs> Right, but that's what I'm saying. People put on a facade. I felt terrible in all that shit that you were saying. Like, yeah, I look goofy as fuck, but now I had a confidence to wear whatever the fuck I want to wear and go out in public and be confident. Like, yeah, hey, look, I'm here. I'm here. How you doing? How you doing? Don't let this nigga. <laughs> How you doing, Miss Don't let this nigga work you all, man. Like this is a fake modesty one on one. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a special segment to let y'all know when motherfuckers be on bullshit. So if you want me to help you point out somebody's fake modesty and bullshit, uh, niggas will try to insecure your panties off. Insecurity your panties. It's a new thing. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so incomplete. I don't know how to be better. Please stroke my ego with your pussy so I can feel more secure in myself. Hey, look, if you give me some pussy off of that, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't listen to Hendrix, man. I swear, he literally just be trying to be what I be saying. But this nigga is ruthless. Don't listen to him. He is not a nice person. <laughs> He is a trash I don't like this ass Hold on, wait. <laughs> I don't like this narrative at all. He has some bullshit. Listen, ladies. I am very Be reformed. strong. I went through a phase. I, I ain't telling him. Be strong, the, I don't okay? got the energy Because this that, nigga like, here, okay? I don't like this narrative, my nigga. What's the shit. narrative? You be saying that shit, and I be trying to figure out what the narrative is. So I'm What's just, the narrative? I'm it what back the narrative? Look. If you know me in real life, you know that that's not the case. Who know you more than I do? Well, you, your opinion is jaded. Though. My opinion is not because I actually know you for real. So is my opinion jaded or is it realistic? All these hoes that don't know you, they're like, oh, look at him so mysterious and dark. Fuck out of here. I am mysterious and I'm very dark. Now so. you are dark. <laughs> and it's like, person, you'd be like, mm, I really think about committing suicide today. Oh, okay. When? What you gonna do? How did you think? Because I was thinking about Pills, what are you All thinking right. about? Look. Head ass. He is dark. Alright, I was about to say something. Say, say <laughs> I didn't talk to your long neck ass off the ledge. No, Many your ass times. took me to the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright, I'm head out. <laughs> alright, what's up? I'm cutting all of this shit off. This is segment is ending with a KC. <laughs> Edit point. 20 minutes. Can you edit my other thing out too? No. Stop playing for real. No. Edit it out. John will be at your doorstep. I'm about to move. He already called you cash the other week. I was like, ooh. What? <laughs> what? He called you cash the other week. How? What? <laughs> I missed that. I sent you the tweet and everything. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So. Oh. Get it? I didn't know nobody was talking about me. I yeah, read it. Yeah, talking about it. me and you. We both got aliases. Oh my! Oh my word! <laughs> she's like, yeah, but she's a prettier version. Like she ain't gonna think that. Nigga. She about to beat your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna say sis is old and not. <laughs> so what we want from you guys, as always, as listeners, is engagement. So 
If you have a ugly duckling story, a real one, not a Hendrix one. Okay, come with us. Like, come, come with the real shit. Like, just send us pictures. We actually use you guys as pictures as promos this week for our our um. Prom- I mean, like my whole life, shit. I was fine, and I just felt so alone because nobody could understand how beautiful I was, and I didn't know what to do. My nigga, you know that is not me. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right, okay. You right. say, Peace oh, you look nice. Like, yeah, I'm ugly, though. Thank you for the compliment. So what we want for you guys, you know, tell us your ugly duckling stories. Send oh, us your we? ugly duckling pictures. You know, the nice little thing and now that you guys do from time to time. Like, we want to see it. We want to, you know, compare contrast and give people some flowers, man. Because a lot of people out here have gro- have glowed up. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's It's... It's a real good thing to witness, you know, knowing where somebody came from and where they are now. So we just want you guys to share with us. Um, you can do so at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media at the 2AM podcast on Facebook and Twitter and Two Awkward Millennials on Instagram. So, Casey, yeah. what is grinding your gears this week? Okay. Or did you forget already? No, I, I wrote it down because I know my God, I know my memory. In my heart. All right. So grinding my gears is niggas hygiene. And a shower goes a long way. So I'm going to step aside for this because it does not involve me. So have fun. I am addressing niggas and their hygiene. Okay. Because it's a lot of things we need to address. First of all, a shower. Okay. It seems simple enough, but you niggas think it's rocket science. I've been on so, the block all day, but you ain't no showers on the block. All right. They need to put some there. Um, <laughs> all you need is some hot water, scalding hot. You need um, if it's been a while since you took one, some bleach, um, soap and water, hot water, please. And then you need some cologne, some good shit. Stop wearing Curve. It's 2019. All right. So um, I'm trying to think what else y'all need. Oh, okay. And the main thing, shave. Okay, so I want y'all to literally sit in the mirror. Why are we still on this shaving? Because niggas not doing it. <laughs> All right. Listen here. I want you to literally go in the mirror, lift up your penis that's perched on top of your balls, and see, look and see how hairy them bitches is. Get rid of it. It's not supposed to be there. Them furry motherfuckers is not built to go in nobody's mouth, and it holds a smell. All right, so it basically stank, what Casey is fella. saying is if y'all want a shot, you know what I'm saying? Y'all chilling and shit. You trying to get on some, like, free shit. If you a little hairy, it's not going to happen, my nigga. So, to increase your chances of some shit popping off, like, you got to take care of yourself as far as the manscaping go. I know we talked about this a while and ago. But clean it. Your dick stink. It smells, smells bad. It look. smells like penis. It don't want to smell it. It's supposed to smell like soap or taste like nothing. But it don't. Smell like must. It smell like all day. It smell like a long day at work. <laughs> yeah, don't look. It don't smell go, like you need. You don't have wipes in your bathroom. Don't it's go. It's like you think that drip dries okay without um taking a shower beforehand, man. Male Please and stop female. trying to fuck without showers. Y'all need to just get showers in your. Uh, you a hoe? Buy a shower, put it in your car. I don't know. Get some wipes, some wet wipes, bleach wipes. What else? Cologne. Do they have dick spray like they have coochie spray? Yes. Get some of that. Oh, they got them dude wipes. Dude Keep wipes, them on you. They got spray. They got body odorant. All that. 
Yeah, all ball deodorant. If you go, but you gotta shave them bitches first, and then put on ball deodorant. Okay. This, this podcast is not sponsored by Manscaped, but Manscaped has a kit for like fifty. Yeah, I tweet. I tweeted about Manscaped, and they added me. <laughs> why didn't you get us no free shit? We could have got. <laughs> See, this is why <laughs> when certain people do certain things, like I pe- uh. people know that I am. Never mind. What? What? <laughs> Say it. All right. I see you when we done rolling. <laughs> Anyways, all right. <laughs> but that's what's going on my guess. I really just want you niggas to be clean. In the new year, let's not go into 2020 with musty nuts. Let's please dip them bitches in some hot boiling water and some soap. It's because like the it's the third week in a row we didn't talk about balls on this podcast, and I'm uncomfortable. First of all, it's nothing wrong with balls. But if you want them to be dealt with accordingly, you need to clean them properly in your penis. You know what I'm saying? All the little rolls at the top, pull them back and clean them. All in between. All in between. Underside. The underside, you can't just clean the top of the dick that you can see. Clean the underside of it. The top to the sides. All right, we're about to wrap this up, though. <laughs> I gotta go. Niggas smelling like dick and balls. All right, now, and this is grinding your gears. Nothing. These niggas smelling too. (laughs) Talking about balls. I am tired of talking about balls. 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 I feel like it was a Detroit mix with balls in it. I can't remember what it is. I I think it was. It definitely was. Um, Grinding my gears this week is honestly nothing. I'm. I try and remain calm and cool and shit in certain situations. I'm growing. I'm not being a tyrant. You know what I'm saying? I'm not being an asshole no more. I'm trying to suppress all of that. It's giving me hella anxiety. <laughs> I'm smoking Everybody weed got way. Anxiety. I'm smoking weed way too much. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm Frank trying. Hendrix. I'm trying to be a better person. Where? You know, especially going into the new year. You know, you always try and change before so you don't be cliche. And say, you know, new year, new me. <laughs> so I'm trying to get a little bit better at that. But uh yeah, nothing really fucking with me this week, honestly. I'm over it. Three day weekend, holla at me. And real ass bitch give a fuck by the nigga. Big All right, so where can we get more of this fun. interesting banner from you, even though you don't be on social all media? All right, first like of all, that. I do be on social media. Catch me on Instagram, not posting. Catch me on Twitter, not posting, but I'm there. Period. All right. So you can catch me. Then you're not there, my nigga. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Um, K to the A to, I'm oh sorry. Okay. K. <laughs> K. <laughs> Shut up, man. Okay. K <laughs> underscore in real life. K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. And that is on Instagram and on Twitter. Man, my nigga was good. All right, and then you can catch me on, <laughs> on Facebook at KC Kyle. That's K A Y C E E C O L L. And then on um, you can catch the show at the Two AM Podcast on Inst- no on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can catch the show on Instagram at Two Aqua Millennials. Okay, that's the number two Aqua Millennials. Full out, full out. Hendrix, where can they reach you, my good sir? You can reach me everywhere and anywhere at Noli Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. You get somebody price. my number, I'm beating your ass. But you're not going to have no proof. Yes, I will. $50 a pop, ladies. 
<laughs> treat me like I'm a cheap slut. Fuck out of here. I'm way more. Fuck out of here. This for your number? Yes. Fuck out of here. I'm this nigga free. He free. <laughs> Stop clipping, you little asshole. <laughs> that nigga free. Like I said, you can reach me anywhere at Noli Hendrix. Um, once again. <laughs> Shout out to the Connected Experience yes, shout out podcast. To them. Thanks for having us on this week. And you can tune into the episode uh, whenever they post it and hear us on there. And them trying to bash me. <laughs> if you want to see Casey talk crazy around three men, four actually men. Okay, but I wasn't talking crazy because I can hold my own. My fuck's name about to intimidate young KC. But they got me fucked up. I don't think anybody was trying to intimidate you. They're just trying to get. But, but no, because niggas, right, I just anyways. don't understand why niggas can't just admit that you they are trash. The, you guys, when we promote the episode of The Connected Experience, you'll be able to decipher for yourself. I mean, motherfuckers swear I'm jaded, but nothing even really happened to me. I just know that y'all niggas ain't shit. So. Dang, all right. All right. I'm going to catch you when we done. Hit stop. Hit stop. We done. Come on. Because I'm tired of your shit. Um, what I was going to say is based off that uh, the connected experience have a mantra. So that is going to be my remember millennials for this week. So as always, remember millennials. I want for my brother what I want for me. Myself. Oh, sorry. All right, guys. <laughs> I wanted to change it a little bit. I, I just didn't wanted even to say, jack um, that shit. I didn't even um say any last words here. But any last words here? Oh, he already said it. Peace. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace out.